One question people often ask is, is deification in the Bible? The answer is, of course. The most famous passage is 2 Peter 1, 4, where Peter says that God created us to become partakers of the divine nature, partakers of the divine nature, that our destiny is to participate in God's own divinity, in God's own divine life. Another way to think about this is not to look for specific passages, but to think of the logic of Scripture. Think about the story of the Garden of Eden, where man and woman fall. Now, what does the serpent tempt the woman with? The serpent tempts the woman with, Eat this fruit, and your eyes will be opened, and you will be like gods. So the serpent does not tempt the woman with anything beneath her because all those things she already has. The serpent tempts the woman with something above her, something that in fact is her destiny to become gods or to become like God or to become a partaker of the divine nature. So the serpent, who always speaks in half-truth, right? The devil never out and out lies with complete falsehood. He always distorts the truth. So what the devil does in the garden is he puts woman's destiny before her. You will become like God. But he gives her a false way to get there. He says, reach out and grab it. So instead of sharing in the divine nature, the serpent says, on your own, you can become like a god. Instead of receiving God's life as a gift, the serpent says, reach out and take it. It's within your grasp. Instead of accepting the order that God had created, the serpent says, you can decide for yourself what's right and wrong. You can be a god on your own. That's the temptation at the heart of every sin, is that we try to overthrow God and become gods by ourselves. But that's a false destiny. That's a false way of being God, and that's the serpent's temptation, and that's the temptation in every sin. The truth is that, as St. John says, see what love the Father has for us, that we should be called sons of God, and so we are, that we've been transformed from slaves into sons of God, and this isn't just a legal fiction. This is a truth about our very being. To all that received Jesus, to all who believed in his name, God gave the power to become children of God, who are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but born of God. John 1, 12 and 13. We're born of God. We have a new nature. When we're born from our parents, we're human. When we're born from God, we become divine. Think about another passage uh, from 2 Corinthians 8, 9. Though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you may, might become rich. This, of course, isn't about money. This is about being. God was rich. He was rich in divinity, right? And he became poor. That is, he became a human being. So that by his poverty, by his humanity, by his life and death, uh, we might become rich, that is, become partakers of the divine nature. 
St. Paul says in the same letter that we are being changed into his likeness from one degree of glory to another until we see God face to face. But when we see God face to face, what's going to happen? First John says, uh, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. So our encounter with God, our union with God, transforms us. And this is the logic of the whole scripture, that from the very beginning, God destined us to be like him. We're made in the image of God, and so we're meant to become more and more godlike. And we do that by partaking in his divine nature. So many, many passages of scripture teach deification, but the logic of the Bible and the logic of salvation, as understood by the Bible, teaches us that deification is the biblical way of understanding salvation.